Okay, good morning. We are Hilchos Tainus, Tavkuf Samech Hey. Just a quick couple of points from yesterday. So when we mentioned, the Mishnah Bura is really the one who mentioned, when it said, when you sleep after dinner, Ashnas Keva, then when you wake up, the fast starts. So that's the Shulchan Aruch. And the Mishnah Bura adds, even if you fall asleep, Ashnas Keva, is even if you're not on your bed. Apparently you fall asleep at the table, um, on the sofa, whatever it is, even if you're not, you weren't planning to lie down in bed, it doesn't matter. That's a hefsek for these, for the purposes of Tainus. And that is brought down um, in the Beis Yosef as well, in the, the Magin Avraham, the Gra, the Taz, etc. So it seems to be that is the, uh, that's the Psak, according to everyone. Now, uh, there is a discussion in the Rishonim, but that's how it comes out, Lemaisa. But in contrast, if you look in, I did quickly look, and, and I was correct, by Birka Satara, so there most of the posts can point out, Beferish, Shulchanarach, and, and more, that for Birka Satara to be a hefsek during the day, to have to, if you take a nap during the day, so many say you do say a new bracha when you wake up of Birka Satara, even in the middle of the day. And there it has to be a Shinas Keva when you go to lie down and you lie in a bed. So that's a little different over there from Tainus to here, as far as the, the din of a hefsek when it comes to sleeping. And just Derek Agav, I'll throw out there that I believe if you're on a plane and there is no way you're going to sleep, not all of us are Zoha at uh, first class, so then if you, uh, you lean back and you're planning to sleep, Mistamba, that would be the same as on your bed. But, well, I'm sure people might argue on that. And as far as Emsa the Sa'uda being in the middle of the meal, so you say, what happens if you fall asleep in the middle of the meal? So I, did, I just did a little more research. So the Aruch HaShulchan writes, it's not a hefsek. The Taz writes, it's not a hefsek. It's in the Bach writes, it's not a hefsek. Um, the Mishnabura, for the most part, rules that way. So it's good to be machmer. And, but the ones who do say it's, it is a hefsek in the middle of the meal, that's the Gra, the Magin Avram, and the Kafachayim. So just, that's a machlokas. Tov. Arach HaShulchan also writes, when it comes to drinking, you're allowed to drink. He rules 100% like the Ramah. Ramah says you're allowed to drink. And so he says, yes, you're allowed to drink. Okay, so that was just a bit more on yesterday. Now, we are on Bet. Tav Kuf Samechei Bet. Im Shachach Milomar Aneinu in Machzirinoto. Once you forget to say Aneinu, then it's not something that you have to repeat Shemona Esri for, so you don't go back. Uh, at all. Um, Would this be one of those cases that we've been earlier on where if he forgot and now he wants to do ahead and wants to do a Tfilis and Dava, that he would now be allowed to add on anyone? Uh, ah, so can you do a Tfilis and Dava? As long as you're adding something and you're adding an Anu. So I would think 100%. But the Kavana has to be a Tfilis and Dava. For sure. Okay. If the second time you're doing it, the Kavana is Tfilis and Dava. I can't imagine why you wouldn't lechatchila. I mean, lechatchila. Many poskim nowadays say don't do it tefilas nedava because even the first time you didn't have kavana. But for those who are going to have kavana, and they want to do tefilas, yeah, anenu is a new chiddush davar, hundred percent. Okay, cool. And so once you finish the bracha, that's it. Um, once you forget anenu, you don't go back, and you would just save it for 
Again, if you forgot it in the beginning, if you're the Shaliyah Tzibur, you would say it in Shomayat Tfilah. If you forgot it during Shomayat Tfilah, you would just say it during Elokai Netzor if you want to. Um, once you finish, even if you didn't start the next bracha, you don't, you don't go back. That's um, okay. That's what the Mishnah Bura rules. Okay, even just by uh, fine. Let's go on. But if you remembered before you took your three steps back, Omer So then you say before, after, as long as you didn't take your three steps back. Again, obviously, if you take your three steps back, Shemun Esra is over, but you could always still say Aneinu, it's just it's not, part of Shema, it's not part of your Shemun Esra. Uh, fine, let's go on. Gimel. Right? It's not a separate bracha, and so it wouldn't be a bracha of Atala if you say it afterwards. Gimel. Yesh omrim, she'ena yachid omer aneinu ki'im be'mencha. So, some say, when you're down on your own, you don't say aneinu except for mencha time. Why? Shema yochazenu bulmus. You might get some kind of a, um, some kind of a sickness. We believe it applies to any kind of sickness, and you're going to have to eat. It could be mental, you can lose yourself. Sakana, whatever the situation situation may arise, you might have to eat. So if you're going to say it first thing in the morning, you don't know how you're going to feel seven hours <coughs> seven hours later. Venimza shakran betfilasa. So it comes out. You said you're fasting, but you in the end didn't. So it's come. So don't wait. Don't say it first thing in the morning. Wait till most of the day goes by. Wait till any time in the afternoon where you're getting closer and you're more likely to say the truth. It comes out. You. you Obviously, you're not you're not a chakra. At the time, you were fasting and you had a mind to fast, but it's, it looks like it. So, the that opinion is just wait for mincha time, the afternoon. About shaliach tzibor, but the shaliach tzibor is saying it for everybody, and someone's going to keep fasting. So then, omro gam bekoram. So when you're, he's saying this, the bracha by itself out loud. And of course, and if, even if he forgets, whatever, the Shalit Tzibur himself will certainly say it. We'll say Aneinu out loud. That's not a question. Okay. She'i'efshar shaloyitanu k'tzat me'akahal. It's not possible. No one's going to keep fasting. U'be'arbat somos, and during the Dalit somos, gama yachid omar b'chol tfilosav. B'chol tfilosav. So, according to the Shulchan Aruch, he writes, even when a yachid on any one of the the, the Dalit Somos, you say, um, right, it's a day of fast, right, we learned, and the night is really part of the day. So according to the Shulchan Aruch, you say Aneinu even at Marev. Even though you're eating at nighttime, and you're not only going to start fasting in the morning, you already start saying Aneinu at the nighttime. Okay, we're going to see that that's not the uh, accepted custom. But even if you end up eating, because even if you fail and you can't fast, the day itself is a fast day. That's the Takana of Chazal. You can't take it back. It, even if you don't fast, it still is a fast day. You're just not fasting. So therefore, it's not Shekhar. Now the Minang for Svardim is to only say Anenu during the time that you're actually fasting. So in other words, if it be Tishabav, you would say Anenu already at Marev, the night because you're fasting. A normal fast day, you'll, you do say Anenu at Shacharis and Mencha. 
‫בווסטר מן הגב אשכנזים, ‫הגר ונגו בכל הצומוס, ‫שלא לעומר קים במנחה. ‫למנהג בעיה אשכנזים, ‫אז כאילו, ‫we only say עניינו at מנחה time, ‫even on תשע באב. ‫you only say עניינו at מנחה time. ‫זה for the in your private שמונה עשרה. ‫שליח ציבור does say that שחרס. ‫מלבד שליח ציבור שעומר שחרס ‫כשמתפלל בקול רם. ‫אוקיי. It's good to say after the Shemana Esri, when you're saying after the you can add any of your own tefillahs you want to add over there. Anything you didn't say during Shemana Esri, you can go ahead and as much as long as you want. So here also, it's a fast day. So you should mention some kind of a tefillah for a fast day. For example, He has a whole nusach here, but only part of it he quotes. Ribon kol amim galu v'yadu lefanecha shebizman shebeid ha-mikdash kayam When we had a base ha-mikdash, adam choteu makriv korban. So we used to bring a korban when we sent. Ve'ein makrivim imenu ela chelbel v'damal. And what do we really bring up from the korban? It was the, the fats and the, the blood. And so, again, it would continue. And so we're basically makrivim by fasting our portion of our fast, the... Uh, are uh, fat and blood because some of it gets diminished without getting into the science of right breaking down all the fats and glucose and whatever all right hey let's go on so when it says uh, that means before your three steps back does that include joining in kedusha for the tzibur or do you have to take the three steps back first no no you can answer to kedusha but even during a lakainetzar even before you take your three steps back Before Elokai Nitzar, after you finish, Hamvarechet Hama Yisrael Bashalom. Right. So even before you say Yilaratzan, I believe you could answer to Kedusha and let's say Amen and Yehishmi Rabbah to Kaddish. Okay. Some say Hamvarechet Hama Yisrael Bashalom Amen, but that's a separate topic. Do you say Amen on a group of brachos or not? So, okay. Hey. אין היחיד רשאי לומר שלוש עשרה מידה, דרך תפילה ובקשס רחמים, לדבר שבקדושהים. A person who's davening by himself, he's not davening with the tzibor, with the minion, he's by himself, everyone's in their own little world, so then you don't say the דברים שבקדושה, and שלוש עשרה מידות is considered a דבר שבקדושה. אבל, But if you're just, you know, you're learning, you just want to read um, the Pasuk, so then if you do it with the Ta'amim and you're reading it, so then Omram, you're allowed to say it, not a problem. That's why um, I just know that in Chazan Avadi he writes, you're allowed, if you're davening B'yechidus, you are allowed to say the Yigim Omidos, if you read it with the, you say the full Pasuk, you read it with the Ta'amim. I don't know if If he's a das yachid or mekubal or not by others, but okay, so that's based on this idea. Haga v'chein ein liyachid lo mar slichos o v'yaavor, and uh, so a single person should never uh, should not say slichos um, or v'yaavor. So okay, I'll just because the Mishnah Berurim points it out, he just mentions. After, the only time we say slichos is after chatzos, uh, for the nighttime, or people could say, or during the day, but not the first half of the nighttime, except for Yom Kippur. 
And so that is certainly <coughs> the psak of most poskim. And um, it's because it's not the zman of eight ratzam from a Kodesh Baruchus. It's only uh, the zman of din. Uh, so that's not the, the proper time. Okay, let's go on. Vav, interesting halacha. Someone who walks around and publicizes, hey, look, I'm fasting today. So then, So he's trying to show off and praise himself, and he's actually, uh, actually going to get punished. He's actually, uh, it's worse. You shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't do that. So... Um, Small tajin, I do. Well, this is a proper place. The poskim already point out that let's say a person asks you, "Are you fasting?" So here they say you're allowed to say, uh, "No, I'm not fasting." In fact, it's better to do that. That's uh, right. It's a little white lie, and it's even better because you don't want to um, sh- make yourself feel too good or show off to others, and therefore you're allowed to. And if someone is pushing you to uh, to eat, so then then uh, and your only way out is to say the truth. I mean, there are other ways, but you're allowed. Then, then it's for sure not a considered gaiva. It's not a problem. If, then for sure you're allowed to say that you you are fasting. You don't have to completely hide it too much. Taz, Magen Avram, other poskim say this. Let me just finish a couple ideas from the Mishnah Bura, and he says. If there is a fast day that everyone should keep, but not everyone is so mendatic, then he says it's better to publicize that you're fasting because of uh, the whole concept of peer pressure. When people see that other people are telling people to, to do something, you'll, incur- you'll encourage other people to keep the psak of the tzibur. So that's a good thing. Uh, right? some, some people point out, you know, you shouldn't put your name on a building and show off you know, how, much, uh, how much money you, get, you donated. And some say, no, forget it. It's actually better to put your name up there because then your friend or your business uh, competitor is going to get jealous and he's going to make a bigger building and put his name on it. So there's definitely, uh, really it goes after the kavana of the person. Mishnah um, Bura points out, if everyone's fasting, but you yourself, you can't fast, so then you shouldn't eat in public because you don't want to show off to people um, you know, you should do it quietly so that people, you're not, uh, you don't <coughs> discourage other people or you make yourself look bad. Now, I just, the Shulchan Aruch, I don't think, has too many places where he discusses about Emes Veshaker. So I just want to go on, since the post scheme already did it, I'm going to just add a little bit more about uh, when it's a good idea to tell white lies. Um, I'll preface just by... It's a good idea when it's appropriate. When it's appropriate and a good idea to okay. say a white lie. Good idea and appropriate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, one of my Rebbeim, Rav uh, Moshe Tzuriel, wrote a book, Otsros HaMusar. Sefer. So, he points out that according to um, the Ben Chai, he writes a book, um, Torah Sefer, and he has a list of 40 examples of when it's good to lie. So, I won't do that to us right now. I won't give you 40 examples. He gives about 24 over here. And I'll make it even much less. But I will just probably say that sometimes we see Shaker is actually the MS, the MS, or depending on your perspective and how you want to define MS, it's at least Ratzon Hashem. Right? We know Yaakov is 
Ish Amos, and we more than anyone else, we find him um, fudging with the truth. How's that? So, just as a general principle, you see, in order for the sake of being an anav, to be modest, we see you're allowed to tell a lie. Uh, we'll give just a few examples from from Chazal. Uh, we won't uh, bore you with it. Um, in order to prevent yourself or someone else from being embarrassed, that's another big hetter. To save yourself from losing money or somebody else, those are also times we see in Chazal you're allowed to uh, not say the truth. Another time is not to trouble other people um, or to cause people uh, tsa'ar and pain. That's another time you're allowed to. In order to, for the sake of shalom, you're allowed to, right? We know Akash Baruch Hu erases the name of Hashem for shalom between man and wife, right? With sota, with the water. Uh, for the, to increase uh, love and achva between people, sometimes it's also, uh, we should tell a lie. Lahatzil, to save someone from doing an avera, um, or, or a lot of problems and headaches, perhaps from, from uh, uh, what's it called? From the authorities. Sometimes it's good to tell a lie, so, or appropriate. How's that? Um, uh, or you don't want to get clobbered by, by a group of rabbanim who don't like your psak, so you're allowed to change it a little bit uh, in front of them, yeah, or deny what you said, you're, or for the sake of truth. I'll just give a couple examples inside, but uh, otherwise we'll be here all day. Um, so the Gemara says in Baba Metzia, a person does, is allowed to, to change, mishane, change the truth, is allowed to lie. So that's a very famous Gemara everyone knows, because if someone asks if you're learning, so either you don't want to show off that you, that you know it so well, because they're going to start asking you questions, so you just say, no, I, I never learned that, I'm not, I'm not holding over there. I'm not holding that sugya. I'm not holding in any sugya, but that's another story. <laughs> or another shot over there is um, you're afraid they're going to embarrass you, because you did just learn it, but, you're, not, but you're, not, you're really not holding, and you don't want to be embarrassed. So again, so that's really those, what, we just, what I listed before, it basically it's a theme, that uh, the Torah says, Midvar Shekir Tirchak. You have to distance yourself, but it doesn't mean it's always Aser. Uh, the, the one general rule when it's generally completely Aser, when it comes to lying, is when it comes to business. If you're going to cheat someone, you're going to cause them to buy from you. Generally speaking, when it comes to business, it's always black and white Aser. It's when it comes to Midos between people and yourself. So that's when there's, it's often going to be mutter um, based on our examples. Here, let's just go through a few more examples. Uh, Purya, so with the bed, you don't want, um, so the couple perushim over there, uh, someone sees your bed and maybe it's a little bit dirty, so you could, you're allowed to say, I didn't sleep there, so you don't get embarrassed. Or, um, if, you know, you don't want, or you just went to the mikvah. You don't have to say why you went. You don't want people to think you know you were just with your wife. What are certain things of uh, of tznius? That's that, a couple explanations on that one. Uh, or a guest. Um, you you don't tell somebody if someone asks you know how was your host? How was your hosts? So you shouldn't necessarily say <laughs> exactly. So you you should say well I wouldn't say terrible but, no, but let's say why. You, you lie. You say no, it's very nice. You know. It's, right. But at the same token, the opposite is true. Don't say how wonderful it is, right. because then all, all your friends are going to start, oh, you know, call them up, can I come? Can I come? And, it's and then it's going to become a big tircha. So it goes both ways, exactly. So, Walk a careful tightrope of caution. Exactly. 
Uh, let's see. What else? A couple interesting examples. Um, so we all familiar with Ketzem or Akdam Akala. So it's a, right Mishnah and Ksubas. You allowed to tell her and everyone Kala Na She's beautiful. Now there's different explanations of what beautiful is. There's the inner, outer, Vehule, but some you're you're allowed to, even if if a Kala is not so on the outer pretty and it's more objective you're allowed to even say she's beautiful you know physically you're it's a, it's a mitzvah to make somebody feel good once somebody bought something you don't go tell them oh, oh that's that's why well, i know that's, that's or it's ugly look why'd you buy that i i would have sold it to you for half price or this is an ugly building you bought or an ugly uh stereo it's terrible you Exactly. So that's the Gemara and Ksubis. You just say, because you're causing a person pain for no reason. You already bought it. What are you going to do now? Especially, so you want to make them feel good. Right. So in Israel, it's even harder to return. In America, you often get 30 days. Send it back to Amazon. Exactly. So if you actually could help him, like, like you said, so if you have a few days to return it, so then maybe it is a good idea. But again, the, the principle is, is clear. Save yourself from Lashon Hara, etc. Uh, let's see, uh, any Avera. Sure. Um, I think we'll go Bal-Kari. on. Balkari. Balkari. Yeah. Uh, so we mentioned that. You mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. Not that we have too much Tuma going around anymore today. Okay. Um, a couple interesting other things. Um, if a person is a here, some of the heterium are I'll just say are not clear cut. Do it really a bit with real caution. But for example, let's say you want to save somebody from appointing a, a mayor or a leader. Sometimes you're allowed to even lie to make them uh, uh, say some things inappropriately about them in order to get people not to choose them or vote for them. So there are heterium for that. But uh, how to apply it and not well, because if you're you're playing with all I say. All I'll say it's a good idea, but you are playing with fire, and it could actually be. Sometimes it's whatever. <laughs> Should you weigh the difference between shevatas and kumbiase? Depends so on the situation. That's right. It even has a gemara in eruvin, where you even in order to, in order to um, make up with your wife, you have a little issues. Any issues with the wife? You're, in order to make her feel better, you let her promise to give her gifts and jewelry, even if you know you can't afford it. Um, again, that could be that can go, that might hurt you, but the but the idea is there that you're allowed to. Um, and, uh, let's see. I think we mentioned uh, you let in order to test your talmidim, you let to give them the wrong halacha, see if they'll catch you on it. Uh, it's also gemar erev in your gimel. Um, but I think you have, but make sure they don't get the wrong psak afterwards. <laughs> make sure you correct them uh, later on. Or if someone asks, you know, if you know something, you're allowed to, to lie and say, I don't know, in order not to benefit and make yourself feel good from Divrei Tara. Whatever, there, there are many ex- specific examples that we can uh, go into. But um, I think it's uh, important just to get that out. Fine, maybe we'll, should we start the first one or just stop here? Today, yeah, today? start, start, start. Tavkov Samech Vav. Let's do one halacha here. Aleph. The Shaliyach Tzibor's place is to say it between Goel and Rofe. 
the chotem, and if he says it in, in that place, so then you say, Baruch Hashem Yisrael It has its special, it's a special bracha, it ends with Baruch V'chulei. And on these Tzanit Tzibors, V'korim Vayechal B'Shachres U'Bemencha, Bein Shechal B'Sheni V'Chamishi, Bein Shechal B'Shar Yamin. So, on these Tzanit Tzibor, so he writes, you say, you read from the Sefer Torah, Vayechal, even if it's on a Monday and a Thursday, and and, and uh, you do also at Mincha. So, um, what I want to add, uh, let's see. I'll just, the Pasuk from Tehillim is Hashem Tzuri Vigo Ali, the Mishnah Baruch points out, and right next to it is Yancha Hashem Beyom Tzara. So that's why we put it in that place. And, uh, okay. The Mishnah Baruch points out the Nusach is Haunah Be'et Tzara, so it depends on your Nusach, your Minag, your Siddur. And on Tisha B'Av, we don't say Vayachal in the morning, we say Ki Tali Banim, and the Haftar is from Yermiyahu Asofa Sifem. We're all familiar with that, and just follow along. Now, so that all Ashkenazim are familiar with. The Sephardim do not have a haftara at mincha time. So if you want to, if you're in a hurry and you want to save a couple of minutes, you could daven with the Sephardim, but then they'll get you four karbanas beforehand. <laughs> and when it comes to um, shacharis, no one has a custom to say haftara. Right. So there we just mentioned. There it's a little bit different. Now Mishnah Baruch points out interesting. Whenever the Ashkenazi custom, not by Sephardim, Ashkenazi custom is when you're leaning from Vayachal, so the, the Tzibor says a couple of the Psukim, Shuv Mecharon Apecha, we're all familiar, Hashem, Hashem Kilrachum. There, when the Tzibor is saying it, it's really a Tefillah, it's a Bakasha to Kaddish Baruch Hu. And the Baal Kore should only say it once, he shouldn't say it twice. So the Baal Kore should be quiet, let the Tzibor say it, and the Baal Kore doesn't say it, and then he pauses. And then when they all completely finish, so everyone can hear, then he says it. I don't think it matters. The, the one who's getting the aliyah, so, the, so we know the one who says the bracha should always say it laying quietly to himself. And it, I don't think it matters. He can do it either time. Mishnah Bura says better to do it with the, with the Baal Kore. But um, okay, that's that. And let's just finish here. The Korin Afilu Keshachal Erev Shabbos. And we read it even when it starts Erev um, we read these things even if it's Erev Shabbos, like for nowadays, basically it's uh, Sarah Batavis. And if it comes out that you're fasting on Rosh Chodesh, Korin Shacharis Parshas Rosh Chodesh. So then in the morning, you read Parshas Rosh Chodesh, that takes precedence over the Tainus. And then at Mincha time you do Tainus. Rosh Chodesh we don't lay in the afternoon. And if a person messes up and reads. Um, the Tainus in the morning, Vayichal, then he's Yodse, and then the fourth, the fourth one he'll read from Rosh Chodesh, and that's it.